Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to SFP Now. Hello and welcome to a very, very special episode of SFP. Now, we're kind of crossing over this week with the guys from uh, Super Geeked Up, so I'd like to welcome Jeff Burns, Nicole Wright, and Tonya Dodds to the show. How are you guys doing? Hey. Hey. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I got all your names right too, so I'm really impressed with that. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Super impressive. So, you know, obviously I've been watching your shows for a while and, um, you know, I was even on one of your shows a few weeks back and we had a lot of fun. So I kind of figured I'd ask you guys uh, to come on here so we could break even and um, and ask you guys a few probing questions about how, how it all got going for you. So... You know, first off, we love probing questions. Probing questions. Yeah, well, it's all like I shall, I shall save the nano probes to later. (laughs) 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 Okay. Well, first, first off, is uh, my my first question for you all is, uh, what web series were you were you you pretty much all known for before you you kind of joined forces on Super Geek Top? Oh, that's a good question. That's a really great question. Well, Jeff, you want to kick things uh, off? What web series were we known for before Super Geek Up? Yep. Uh, uh, not known to many people. I actually am the one who did the guild, not Felicia Day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I actually just dressed like Felicia Day. Uh, well, that part's true. I, I do that a lot, actually, just in my personal life. Well, well that, uh, that kind of explains the bromance between you and Matt. Hello? Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, so no, not the guild, but the guild's awesome. Uh, the show I was known for is a show called Super Knocked Up, uh, which actually we're super geeked up on off of. And that is a comedy about a female supervillain who gets knocked up by her superhero nemesis. And uh, we did two really fun seasons of that, and um, people can check that out actually on the same YouTube for Super Geeked Up, which is youtube.com slash super geeked up. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Okay, well, I, I've actually seen the uh, first couple of episodes of that. Um... And, um, you. you know, I've not got around to watching the rest of it, but what I did see of it was really enjoyable. Awesome. Now go watch the rest. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Well, I do want to. I do want to watch the rest. It's just so like um, we never get time to watch all the all this all this great stuff that's on online. You know, it's um, it's incredible. Uh, I hear you. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of really amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like we discover something new every week. Impossible to stay up to date. Yo, yeah. well, I'm still watching the Musketeers. I mean, I've I've, I've kind of watched the first five episodes of that Musketeers web series, and I know that I've got oh. probably got one or two more to go. Told me about that one. I forgot to watch. It. I gotta watch that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's it's a it's it's pretty good show. It's a very very different to what you'd expect, which is like you know one one reasons we uh we watch all these things, and I suppose it's one reasons people make them as well, you know, because they want to put a different spin on things. 
Uh, so, Nicole, Tonya, what, what web series were you you guys known for before you before you joined forces with Jeff? Yeah. Um, well, I I directed a few episodes of something called Progress, and it is a steampunk series, and I directed the first three episodes. And that was what I did first. And then around the time where I started on Super Geeked Up, I worked on a spinoff of that uh, called Ask a Cam Harlot. So it's in the same realm. It was like a steampunk series. Cool. Steampunk's a genre I'd like to see more of. Yeah, um, totally. You know. And Antonia, what, 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 what did you, um, what, what was you up to before Super Geeked Up? Um, so I worked on a number of, uh, Toronto web series, but more sort of behind the scenes. Uh, but when I first started Super Geeked Up, I was involved with a series called Asset uh, that I acted in um, that uh, is about a regular Canadian guy who was unknowingly recruited by the CIA to take down a arms dealer. That sounds like a typical day in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Your life is way more exciting than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, you know, it's on like it's, it's it's usual domestic bliss, uh, you know, carrying the cat to the vet and back and forth and stuff like that. But you know, um, but ne- next one is a uh, super geek top to me. It seems like um, it's pretty unique, as in there don't seem to be anything else like it out there on on YouTube. Uh, so wh- where did the idea for for the show uh, for the show come from? First off, that's one probably the best compliment we've gotten, so thank you very much. Thank you so that. much. Uh, let's put that on our website, that quote. And yep. <laughs> where it, uh, where, so like I mentioned before, it actually kind of spun off of my series Super Knocked Up, where initially it was just a way for me and my two lead actors to do like this weekly hangout online where our fans could get to know us better. And, and I was very big on like them getting to know us as people rather than just maybe the roles the actors are playing um and i think if people connect with the people in front and also behind the camera um like you know it's it's a much stronger bond and makes for a better fan experience and i think they'll want to you know support you and check you out more so that's where the idea came from and we started doing that uh and then it really just became its own thing because super knocked up is over now but we've been doing super geeked up uh, ever since then it's actually almost three years three years like at the uh, sometime in november i think the end of november We'll have to figure that out. What day? Oh shit! Yes, we do. Uh, We gotta do do something special. And (laughs) yeah, so you know, it just became this. uh, So let's see. It's an interesting hybrid of I don't know, like you know, a pop culture talk game show type thing. Where, you know, we, so we talk different geeky, weird geeky topics, like, you know, uh, what superhero you want to have sex with, and uh, who's your you favorite. You always use that as, like, always the go-to example. There's so many other examples. Well, I'm about to say another example before you <laughs> interrupted me. And number two, I haven't, I haven't used that example in a long time, I feel, so I brought it back. All right, uh, all right. <laughs> anyway, or, like, who is your favorite kick-ass heroine, uh, and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, and then we, you know, we play goofy giggy games like where we character cage match where we have we pick two fictional characters and we have to argue who would win in a battle and the geeky accents where we have to do like crazy accents with characters so you know it's all right right and it is so we're terrible at them but that's why it's fun so it's basically it's, it's really just us 
creating a fun atmosphere. And we have a guest on every week. Like, you know, like Ian said, you were on recently, um, mainly from the web series world, but what all over the different places, film, TV, comic book. You know, yeah, so it's just, it's really become just, a, I think what we do very well is just create a fun atmosphere and where we're just all having fun with the guests. And I think the people watching uh, see that as well. Yeah, <laughs> and we're really good at embarrassing ourselves. And we like to like make it more every week. So every week, I think we try to outdo ourselves in how we can be embarrassing. And Nicole is the master of finding ways to embarrass us even more. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love trying to, yeah. It seems like a good idea at first, and then when it comes time to implement that game or segment, I'm, I want to back out. Cause like, why did I choose this? Why did we think of this? This is scary and embarrassing. Mm -hmm. But it's fun. <laughs> Who makes up the games? Oh, we all do. We all do. Yeah, they were... So um what 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 games what games have you had on it? Because um obviously it's leave your message after the beep <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. I, I yeah, can't get that. I can't get that high anymore. <laughs> Geeks say what? Where it's basically where we take two famous quotes from different characters and mash them together, and then the teams have to guess what two characters are being quoted. And then we have three second movies, which actually I think we borrowed that from limited yes, limited release. And that's basically where teams are given lists of movies, and then they have to describe those movies in under three seconds for their teammates to guess. And do you guys want to? Tony, what's your favorite? <laughs> uh, Geeky Audition is my favorite, uh, which basically we uh, give our guests characters and they're auditioning for those characters in a scenario and it's all improv. And it's basically a way for me to live out my fantasy of being a casting director for all of the hours I have spent in audition rooms. <laughs> yeah. many, uh, many of the games definitely are improv, uh, which always makes it zany and a lot of fun and uh, a game you played in actually was called Tangent Tales, which we're going to be doing uh, this next show, actually. We're doing, and we're doing actually a special Back to the Future theme because it's the actual uh, day in Back to the Future 2. Oh That's my god, I love those uh, movies. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're some of my favorites all time. So because it's the day he actually traveled to in Back to the Future 2, we're doing a special Back to the Future theme, and we're going to do a Tangent Tales where, based off of time travel. And that's a game where we have to, somebody starts a story, and then each person has to continue the story. Like, And so each person continues in whatever crazy way they, they want to go with it. Uh, and this time, I'm going to work in where people have to time travel to a different era every time they get past the story. Um, Ooh. Yeah, so, oh, sorry, yeah. Tanya. Yeah, you didn't even know that, Tanya. So, surprise. Yeah. Nicole, I can <laughs> Now you have a heads up, at least. <laughs> okay, what would you say have been the highlights thus far for you are on Super Geeked Up? For me, one of the for me one of the highlights definitely is when Nicole and Tanya came on. There you go, guys. Uh, <laughs> so, um, even though they gave me shit earlier, I'm still gonna say that. Uh, <laughs> it's partly your job. Yeah, no, I know, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, and this is no, no. I mean, I know we had, I had some awesome calls beforehand, so uh, I had super fun with them. But uh, I don't know. I think the show really, I think, is what it is today because of them and the three of us. Like it, when it was the three of us doing it, we've been doing it for I think a year and a half now all together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It really felt like this is what the show is supposed to be and where we really hit our groove. And you know, it's just been awesome. So that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Nicole. Oh well, this whole experience has been amazing, and I'm I'm so thankful that I'm part of it. I think aside from being able to hang out with Jeff and Tanya every week and they're some of my best friends, it's just really cool to be able to connect with people all over the world and just being able to share just personal experiences and things that we all connect with. It's just 
I don't really even know how to describe it because it's just so mind-blowing that you, I get to make friends on the other side of the world or the other side of the United States, and I get to hang out with them every week. And that was just really fun. Cool. Well, you know, I, I enjoyed spend, spending time with you guys that, that evening, even though um, I was on my uh, my my my, my um, iPad and I was having trouble holding it still for that long. <laughs> <laughs> right. Obviously, you were the highlight for uh, of the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> what, my shaky camera? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, one other highlight is uh, we had Carrie Preston on the show. Carrie Preston is uh, yeah. in True Blood and The Good Wife and, and all that cool stuff. And, and she was awesome. But then she's married to Michael Emerson, who is the star of Person of Interest, and he's been on Lost. And, and she just pulled him in randomly to the, the show. Uh, and uh, that was totally unexpected. So that was pretty awesome. And uh, that, that just happened. That, that yeah, sounds that awesome. Yeah, that, that that sounds like it. You know, I'm I'm gonna have to look for that episode now because I I, I love Michael Emerson. I'm, I'm a big person of interest fan. Oh, it's great. I'm so behind, but it's great. Mm. Well, I'm about a year behind, so you're probably you're probably a bit more ahead of me. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm a little bit over a year behind. <laughs> okay. Um, and and um, you, you've all you've all done web series before you 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 did this. So what what would you say you've learned, you know, through in, through through the com- combination of having done Super Geek, Geeked Up and 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 your your work on web series? What what have, what have you learned from it? I think for me, I'm always amazed at the constant level of creativity of people. Um, you think you would run into the same idea over and over again when you're meeting new guests every week. But every show is so different and so amazing that I'm, I'm constantly surprised um, at, like, who thought of that? Like, that's so cool. And, and having been in web series as well, it's, it's amazing to see how, how different series are across the world. It's really cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think I have to agree with that because just even being part of the International Academy of Web Television, I've become exposed to all these different series from all these different countries. Some of my favorite series are actually subtitled in English, and it's just interesting to see how how creative everybody is, and how inspired and passionate, and how just um, I guess welcoming. I feel like everyone's so welcoming of each other, and I think that the welcoming environment really inspires people to be better and and to even work on other people's shows. I don't know if that's necessarily something like learning thing, because I, I realize I'm not completely answering your question in the right way, but I just, I, I know it's kind of a tangent, but I think I just learned how really welcoming the web series community is and, and how much more you want to keep getting involved just because of how great everybody is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think, I think I can relate to you there. I mean, you know, I, I've, I've been, I've been learning to play guitar for the past three years and I've only really been playing with other people for the past year. And just playing with other people, uh, playing music with other people just makes me want to, you know, improve and get better. But it's also those people being so accommodating and so so friendly and helpful. It just sort of like helps yeah. you get better. It kind of helps you lift your game. If, 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 if I think that's kind of what you're trying to say, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, and you know, as as um as 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 you've all worked on web series and stuff like that, what advice would you have for anyone wishing to sort of like set up their own web series? And what would you say the pitfalls are? 
that you'd want to make them aware of? <laughs> find um, recommendations. Find a team of people that are really you really trust and are very comfortable working with. I think one of the most important things is you got to have people around you that you know you can count on and are 100% going to have your back because in any kind of film, I don't care if it's web, TV, film, whatever, no matter how well you plan, and anybody who's done this can attest to this, there's going to be shit that comes up. I'm assuming I can swear. Sorry, I just did that. But I'm gonna... <laughs> um, uh, there's going to be stuff that comes up and and uh, that you're not going to be prepared for. And, uh, and so, and you have to be, you have, basically, if you have a group of people who are with you and, you know, are willing to get your back and are going to help you work through it, that's awesome. You can get through anything. And you have a bunch of people who are at the first sign of trouble are going to start complaining and kind of be pains in the asses. That's going to make a very unpleasant experience. Mm -hmm. and, and part of that is trial and error, to be honest with you. Uh, you're going to start working with people and you're going to find the people you want to start keep working with and other people that, you know, you wish them well, but you're not going to want to work with them ever again. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and that's just, and that's okay. That's just the way it is, you know. Um, Does it just help just to sell them to fuck off? Well, that, yeah, that's always the way I do it. Um, <laughs> liar. Yeah, that, that's a total liar. I actually never do it that way. Uh, You're like the much. most diplomatic person we know. <laughs> oh, thank you. There's a reason why I call you Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> oh, shit, you do. That's right. That's the nicest compliment you ever given me. I know. Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, thanks. All right, I'll shut up now. Let's talk. <laughs> Um, I think my biggest piece of advice, um, everything that Jeff said, I'm adding on to his, his statement. Um, no matter what you decide to do, whether it's a web series, film, TV, a play, I don't care. It's going to be scary. You're going to be terrified. You're going to panic constantly. But at the end of the day, just do it. It doesn't make a difference. Just do it. Don't be mm -hmm. scared. Make it so. Make it so. Make it so. <laughs> Engage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I agree with what both Jeff and Tanya said, and I think the one thing to be aware of is, it's kind of weird because it's it's going to be both a positive and a negative thing, I guess, is that in web series, there really isn't a lot of financing available, whereas you might be able to get grants for like a film um, web series is still, you know, newer and because investors don't really see ways to make, like get the return on their investment so quickly, it's a little bit harder to get a lot of financing. However, it doesn't mean you still can't make an amazing show on a really small budget, especially if you have a great group of people who just want to volunteer and, and really just put their all, you know what I mean? Because they believe in the project. So it's definitely hard because there really isn't, and most of us in Web Series, we work a bajillion jobs and, and we finance our own art. And that's a lot of artists too, a lot of independent artists. But just, you know, keep in mind that if you really care about it, you, you, you can make it happen. But it's probably going to be a lot of your own money at first. Um, unless you're able to find a sponsor and, and some people are very successful with that. So that's, you know, something to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. And start your marketing and social media stuff uh, way earlier than you probably think you need to. Yeah. Um, so like for Super Knocked Up, I started that a year and a half before I ever released the show. And so, I mean, I don't think it ever hurts to get a Facebook page up, get a Twitter up, start, start whatever, talking about the series, releasing, I don't know, con concept art or whatever, you know, anything you have. 
going, I started traveling around to Comic-Cons even before. I had postcards made up just with images to start uh, promoting the show and, and stuff like that. So I don't, the earlier the better, I think. I don't think it ever hurt to start that really early. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's a great Absolutely. suggestion. Start your audience as early as possible. It's, it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, Nicole's already touched on, 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 one, on one of the other questions I had, and I was just going to ask you how you go about monetizing these things. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you can you can have Google ads and, and stuff like that, on, on your websites or on, on, on your um, on your YouTube accounts to your blue in the face. Um, but, you know, you, you're going to have to make about a million impressions before you can even make a book. So yeah. can, <laughs> can, I, can I jump in on this one, guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're right. Um, uh, doing ads is, is challenging, and we all know that some of the bigger websites that people put content up may not pay you all that well. Um, like Nicole said, it's very hard to to monetize a web series just because people don't know how to do that yet. Um, that said, there is a growing um, a growing part of this industry that's moving into subscription video on demand. So much like Netflix, where you pay a monthly fee for X amount of content, um, there is that is a definite growing part of this industry. So putting online series into a subscription based service and people pay X amount per month and then you get paid on that. Is it profitable yet? Question mark. But um, that is something that it's moving into right now. Yeah, I mean, there's I, a site you know. called, I'm sorry, there's a site called JTS.TV that actually all of our series are on, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's mm-hmm. Super geeked up. And that's a subscription based service. Uh, I think it's like $3.99 a month or something. I think so, yeah. yeah. Not, not that, much. Yeah, and you can get access to all these. It's mostly web series, but I think he also they moved a little bit into like films and other stuff. But um, so many web series, and, and they're all really it's awesome stuff. It's all curated, you know, so mm-hmm. it's not going up anything. Um, so tons of content out there that you can get. Um, so that's like that's an example of what Tommy's talking about. Like mm-hmm. they're starting to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to figure out the monetary stuff because you know I've been running the website for years. Which is, you know, much different to a to a web series because it's just a load of boring writing. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's sort of like um, when I set it up um, back in two thousand one, the last thing that was on my mind was monetizing. Whereas as it's as it's gone on and it's cost more as years have gone on, um, you know, I kind I kind of I'd kind of love to monetize it a little bit and make a bit of money off the adverts, but we kind of make squats. <laughs> I'd love to know what we're doing wrong. <laughs> You're not doing anything wrong. It's just we're all, I think, in that boat. Everyone's right. in that boat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of, it's a bit, it's a bit of a disillusion, you know, it's, it's, you, you kind of become a little bit disillusioned when you've got, you know, big sites like uh, comic book resources and stuff like that that are demanding something like... Um, you know, quite quite a big big amount for advertisers to to advertise, and that, and apparently getting it <laughs> sort of thing, and you know we 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 like the little fish, right? You know, it's um you know it's all like it, it kind of um it, I guess it's you know it's one of those questions that we're we're you know as as creative people on the web are all, all, always going to be sort of like trying to find an answer for it. Absolutely, mm-hmm. for sure. But it's frustrating. <laughs> Um, and I think my, my last question for for all of you is, is, do you have any other web series projects coming up that you'd like to sort of like give a quick plug to? Because I, I, Jeff, I think I've seen something on Facebook from you a few weeks back. Oh, thank you. You saw, yeah, about a week ago, actually. You probably saw that. Um, uh, I was actually thrilled how many people actually saw that and liked it. Um, that kind of blew my mind. Uh, so that was very encouraging. Well, I hated it. So. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Everybody else was great, and that one hate 
Zoom is not very nice. <laughs> but that's not an option, I think. Uh, it's coming, though, I think. That's what, I keep reading that. I don't know if they're really going to do that. Well, no, they did a pilot project in Spain and in Italy where they added, like, they expanded the options around, like, like you could be more specific about what you like about a stance. Oh, so, but you can't be like, I think this sucks, right? I don't know. I'm not sure. Because <laughs> that would be terrible. Yeah. Like, know. Facebook doesn't start enough uh, arguments. Exactly. <laughs> Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you, Ian. Yes, I, uh, it's not going to be anytime soon, but I am writing uh, a new sci-fi series called Singularity. Uh, set in the future. It has to do with androids. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm like, I guess I won't talk too much about it right now just because I'm so early in the process. But I am excited that after doing a lot of planning and outlining, I have started this past week to write the script. And I'm about to meet this pretty cool. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's been really exciting. And it's been way too long since I've actually writing something scripted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so that's been very... I needed that, I think, for my... Uh, just creative juices so that was it's been good okay um do 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 do, do any of you, you other guys tanya um nicole do you you guys have anything else going on at the moment I mean, really, everything I'm working on is kind of super geeked up related, I think, at the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're talking, really sharing a lot of this stuff right now, but I don't I don't know. Are we? Are we waiting? I'm not really sure. Yeah. I would wait on some of our plans. Okay, I'm going to wait, but it is super geeked up stuff oh, that's related. I was going to say it. All right, fine. Oh, were you going to say it? Oh, I wasn't sure just because we hadn't got everything officially done yet. We should wait until we have it officially like, organized. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have stuff coming. Moral of the story is we have stuff coming up. We're super geeked up. We're super excited about it. Um, stay tuned. Is that- I, I think I know about one of these things, but you know, um, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of like, um, I, I think you're wise to sort of not say nothing because you don't want to sort of jinx yourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 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 I've been, uh, I executive produced a film back in the spring, so we're heavily into post production for that at the moment. Um, and right now, my other web series involvement is a lot of people showing me ideas and asking me for opinions. Mm. That's oh, good. that's pretty good. Really You're a consultant. I've been consulting on a lot of stuff just randomly on random questions, which is awesome. So thank you, everyone who has asked. I am flattered. Cool. Um, <laughs> well, we get in mind, too. Okay. <laughs> you, and, you and Nicole both. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, I'm excited. Well, I've got, a, I got, a, I've got an idea for... Um, comic book slash web series but the trouble is it probably cost about uh 200 million to make so (laughs) you never know know. yeah i'm just crap at writing dialogue i'm great at dreaming up scenarios but i'm really rubbish at dialogue i love i'm actually i love writing dialogue that's what i think i'm good at i'm terrible at dialogue (laughs) okay um well i'll I'll send i'll send you an email jeff Um, uh, I actually just write a bunch of dialogue tonight. I have no idea what your thing is about. I'll just send you a bunch of dialogue, and you can just throw it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 make it incredibly random. <laughs> That'd be an awesome twenty four hour film challenge. Yeah, you know, you know, so like, uh, let's see if we can outdo Kevin Smith. <laughs> oh, I love Kevin Smith. Yeah, I, I, I love Kevin Smith stuff too. And now, last week in news. Yeah, well, the news items I have, um, you know, not going to do them as news items per se. May- maybe just some like points for discussion because I've, you know, I've got these a uh, few stories on the um, on on the site. And don't know, did you guys see the film a few years, a few, a few couple of years back, Hansel and Gretel, uh, Witch Hunters? Yes, unfortunately, yeah. I think I did. Mm. Yeah, now I protested that one. Yeah, I oh, good, good job. 
<laughs> it, it was terrible, but it was really, it was a really good terrible, as in, you know, song like, uh, you know. I was so excited for that movie. Yeah, me uh, too. Because Jeremy Renner, and I love, I'm like in love with Jeremy Renner, and uh, he's so pretty. And it was the worst. <laughs> it was so bad. I mm. was so, I am agreeing, I was so looking forward to it. I thought the idea was really well, that too. Um, I, I actually, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but what I remember about it is I remember I was really excited by the concept and I was so excited to start watching it. And then I kind of was like, what? Wait, I was excited for this. Like I was, I remember being really upset and maybe it's the thing where you get really high hopes and expectations, maybe too high of something, but it was just such a cool, it just sounded like such a cool idea. And I think, I don't know what happened and they just weren't able maybe to, I don't know, I don't know what happened. I don't think it's too I, high of expectations to expect it's not going to be total shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 I kind of went in with ringy, 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 no expectations, <laughs> which is probably why I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, no, I honestly, I was like, this is going to Suck. I'm not gonna watch it. That was actually my thoughts. I was like, nope, oh, wow. no, nope, don't do that. Mm. So, they're making, is your news? They're making a sequel? Is that the news? Well, no, they, 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 they were making a sequel, but they're not now. They're, they're talking about making oh. it into a TV oh. series. Oh, oh God. So <laughs> Although I will say there have been some films that have not been that great that have been turned into good TV series. Well, but like right now, um, The Limitless, which is a new series. Mm-hmm. So the film I felt was okay. He's pretty decent, but not great. But that sh- oh my god, I love the show. Limitless is so good. Like it's been like three, four episodes, but I love it. Wow. Did you hear that Bradley Cooper has agreed to at some point do a guest star? He's already has. He's been twice. Oh, has he? Oh, amazing. Awesome. He, was, he, was the, he was in the pilot. He's one of the executive producers, and he's coming back soon. Yeah, amazing. Oh, wow. I love stuff like that. That's awesome. That's cool. So, so um, I would say this is kind of along the same lines but so i this movie okay i am i like young adult novels and i read the mortal instrument series and the movie was like one of the worst movies ever and i was so disappointed just that they just horrible execution but they're making it into a tv show which actually is going to be a lot cooler i think and it hasn't aired yet but i think it's going to be really good oh and the best example is buffy of course oh yeah because oh. the movie was terrible to an amazing tv series yeah Buff- buffy was terrible movie but you know the tv series um i i kind of oh, think yeah. it knocked it out of the park but i wasn't really a fan <laughs> Alright, this interview's done. Time is out. She's like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, we can have the opinion. She gets out a flight to London, shows about your story for the steak. For the steak, because I actually have some. She actually has steak. Okay, well, you know, I, I, I like my medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, oh, there'll be different stars in the TV show, I'm assuming, right? I, I should imagine there would be, because I don't think they could afford Jeremy Renner. <laughs> oh, I doubt it. Um, but I think Unless it's... Unless he, like, um, loved it, and he has so much Avengers money, it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they, they kind of fobbed him off on the Bourne films, didn't they? So, you know, so... But, you know, the Bourne films, the Bourne films um, he, he did that that fourth Bourne movie, and now they've got the other guy back, so, you know. Mission Impossible. No, no, uh, Jason Bourne. No, oh, Bourne. 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 Yeah, but they're, bring, they're bringing back Bourne. Matt Damon for the next moment. Oh, yeah. okay, interesting. Well, and Jeremy Renner's not going to be in that one at all? As far as I, as far as I can tell now. Both of them would be in it. Yeah, that, that would be cool. I mean, my... my well, that last Bourne movie... Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think they did a good job for not having Matt Damon in it, though. Actually, there was some good stuff there, but the ending was terrible. Kind of seemed like a TV movie. Yeah. And I don't don't know why. It just seemed seemed more like a TV movie than than it did um did did an actual sort of like big budget feature film for me. Mm. But um, another bit of news. Um, not, let's see how you feel about this. Uh, Warner are actually pushing forward with a monster mashup of Godzilla versus King Kong. Oh, I think <laughs> I heard about that. Why? <laughs> I don't understand. Why wouldn't? By the way, has that been made before in the past? They did. They did so. do. Um, they, they, the Japanese did. Um, they did one yeah. in 1963, and it was directed by Shiro Honda. I'm not sure I, if I said that right. I will say that I know there is a huge audience for this, as in yeah. my husband will be over the moon excited to watch monsters beating up on each Yeah, other. that's true. You know what? I'm just not a huge monster, movie monster person. Like, that's just not my thing. But yeah, you're right. There are a lot of people that are really going to be excited for this. Yeah. Mm. I, I want to see Godzilla vs. King Kong the musical. <laughs> That'd, yeah, be, that'd cool. be fun. <laughs> I go see Why that. Why do you punch me? <laughs> <laughs> because you are a big lizard. <laughs> I'm just a monkey. <laughs> Put your tongue away, you dirty git. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even seen the latest. Yeah, I haven't even seen the latest Godzilla movie because I'm just can't get that into it. Yeah, it's just not my cup of tea. But I I know. I would say King Kong, the Jack Jackson King Kong was very good, uh, except for being too long as all his movies are. But uh, but but again, that's different than like a monster mashup movie, right? That's actually a movie where they're trying to tell humanize and Mm -hmm. tell a story. Yeah, that might be kind of cool actually bringing that back because yeah, we have how superheroes. King Kong would not be that kind of a movie. It'd be like let's just smash each other up and destroy the world. It's specific grim. But not robots. I, I, I think it'd actually probably work better as a as a video game. Oh, than a movie. I'm sure there will be one actually. I'm yeah, well, they they did the Godzilla video game this year and it was total shite. <laughs> it was really bad. You get to, you get to play God, as a Godzilla. Uh, yeah, but it was really, really bad. The the graphics, you know, felt like something out of the nineteen eighties, and the uh, the controls weren't that, that good. It was all like it was, um, it was like Pac Man graphics. Yeah, you, you you probably would have had more fun playing Rampage. Oh, I was thinking, I loved Rampage when I was a kid. Yeah, Rampage was awesome. Um, but you you would have had more fun playing Rampage than playing this game. Um, you know, I'm glad I didn't buy it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, so like, um, I, I just think the uh, you know the whole thing of monsters beating beating the stuffing out of each other it probably worked better as a video game than than, than a movie because you know where, where's the plot you know well, what it's like Transformers as well right yeah. And you know, so like, um, I I've not watched any of the Transformers films since oh. since about two. Um, I just not bother, I didn't bother with the with the last two at all because I fell asleep about half an hour into the first in, into the second one. You know, but nice. it it's just um, I I just can't see you know. I just think monsters beating each other up. A video game, unless they're going to do a big budget monster beat beat 'em up musical, then I go. For sure. 
you know, just just to see what sort of songs they come up with and you know how how they structure the uh, the music and everything. Uh, have Jazz Wind write it? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, something like it. it could it could be the unofficial sequel to uh you know Doctor Horrible's you know well, musical thing. Oh, we just did that news on our show this week that they're yeah, planning an official sequel to it. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that is awesome. Yeah, d- d- and I think he was planning to do that you know before he got involved with Avengers, right? But you know he yeah, got yeah, involved with Avengers and he kind of like put it on hold. Except yeah. now he can like pay everybody, which is great. Yeah, that that'd be cool. That'd be cool to see because the uh, the original was awesome. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Science fiction that will blow your mind. This is SFP now. Okay, well, we've um, got a couple of games that we can, that we can play. Um, you know, one's based on um, one of your games, Jeff. Um, it's called Leave Your Message After the Screams. And what yeah. you have to well, do... Actually, Nicole came up with that game, though, so I'll give her full credit for that. Aw, mm-hmm. So what you guys have to do is, um, you know, take take your favorite character from horror movies and um, and and just sort of give us what, what you think his voicemail would be, or her voicemail. So, okay. So he wants to go first. <laughs> yeah, I, sh- I should have prepared something. Uh, um, I, I can try and go. go. Here's um, a, well, you know what the problem is? One of my, my favorite character is Ghostface, but he never speaks. Yeah, I was going to do Ghostface too. He totally speaks. He calls them on the phone. Oh, fuck. You're right. I was thinking. <laughs> But you're right, <laughs> the phone he speaks all the time. Absolutely, uh, that's what I was going to do. Oh, good, well, good, let me hear, I want to hear your ghost face now. Uh, I, that's what I was trying to think of what he would say, though, like... Wait, what? I missed something. It oh, just, or we're just... No, no I know... The reading would be. If they but call, did he if say which called, one? Did he say which character? No, we're going to pick around what character. character we want. But it has to be horror, oh. I think, character, right? Okay. Yeah, they, they have to be horror characters, so, you know, you can pick whatever ones oh, you want. Guys, don't you know? <laughs> Alright, I'll try, I'll try a ghost face one um <clears throat> hello sydney leave a message after the beep i can't get very limited <laughs> that's pretty good though so all, only sydney is what call him nobody okay, else sydney. She's only the exactly because he calls her all the time <laughs> yeah who's stalking who here <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Jeff. Right, well, I'll do, do, do Ghostface too. Do Ghostface. Fuck, oh, I can do the voice though. Uh, I, I think you have to get closer oh, to your mic. Sydney. Oh, that was good. good. Oh, was it? Oh. Yeah, I can't do it at all. Again. <laughs> yeah, make Tanya do it again. She's good at it. Tanya, do it again. <clears throat> I'm getting closer to my mic to do this. Hello, Sydney. Ah, uh, that wasn't good. <laughs> it's been so long since I've so seen long. Scream. I used to do it all the time. Yeah. It's like a, you have to go like deep down in your throat and like. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that would just be growling though. That's yeah, but it'll work. That, that you're getting there too. <laughs> So would it be something like? Oh, go ahead. Would it be something like? Hello, Sydney. Um, leave your yeah, message after the beep. So creepy. I don't want to go now. So you that. Yeah, that was <laughs> way better. That was good. Yeah. 
And yeah, I can't even. I, the only thing I thought of in this um, just right now, and it doesn't. It's not gonna make a lot of sense because I can't do it. But I was thinking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the guy with the chainsaw. He's just like vroom, vroom, and just like revs it up, and that's it. That's just what I do. <laughs> <laughs> what you'd hear all the blood hitting the walls? Yeah, it'd be pretty nasty. Oh my gosh, that movie. Ugh. I have a thing about chainsaws, so that would that would creep me out if I called and all I heard was a chainsaw. I'd be like, um, no. Mm-hmm. Not leaving a message. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think. Or, of I'll, when I'll do. I'll do. I'll do. I'll do the girl from Blair Witch Project. Ah! Oh my god! Do you have to like, think of the same thing? Oh my! Oh my god, guys! I, I'm in the forest and it's really dark and, and there's a witch here and, and there's snot running down my throat. It's gonna be Kleenex. Like, uh, if you get this message, oh, okay. Um, thanks. That was awesome. I was like, how would you do a Blair Witch one? Stop reading my mind, Jeffrey. You would, like, breathe a lot, like, I think, I think, I think there's someone else on my tent. And it's just like, that's it. And it's just, you hear, like, things rustling, like. Yeah, I saw one in the background starts doing, like, or something. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then a chainsaw goes off. Yeah, then the chainsaw goes off. (laughs) Okay. Um, well, I got I've got one for you guys. Um, I was thinking of um, of Dracula, you know, oh. but not actually Dracula, more more his manservant Renfield, because you know oh, Dra- yeah, yeah. Dracula would never answer his own phone, right? Hingel, if you have a message you would like to give for the master, just leave it after the beep. Mmm, I've been knocking Macadere. There you go. That's crazy. That's really freaking good. Damn, did you practice these like every day? Yeah, he had to practice these. No, I I, I just hear voices in my head. You could do one for Gollum with that kind of a voice. Mm, I don't think I could do Gollum. I'd, I'd, I'd leave that one to Andy Circus, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, it's too creepy. I don't like scary movies. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have to say, as much as I don't like scary movies, there is one that I do want to see, even though I know I'm gonna regret it, is Crimson Crimson Peak. Yeah, I I mean, and the thing is, when you look at the trailers online or um just on the TV, they don't really do it justice because when we saw some of the footage at Comic Con, it was terrifying. Like for me, I was terrified. So I, it's weird because I don't know if people are gonna expect how terrifying it is just by seeing the trailers that have surfaced so far on TV. But it's going to be scary. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm i not really a big fan of horror movies. <laughs> He's like, no. Because I, I find them quite predictable and really, really funny. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I'm still oh, here. Okay. I, I just, oh, okay. I find horror films just really, really funny because, you know, you, you just know that these teenagers that are going into the woods, all of them are going, all of them are going to die <laughs> and only one's going to get out alive. And she's going to be forever traumatized until they make the next movie. And she's dumb enough to go into the woods again. 
with another group of teenagers. Yeah, that's true. So, um, that's what I like so much about the Scream series is that, especially that first movie, they they called out all of that ridiculousness. Like, you know, if you if you break all the horror rules, you're gonna die. Um, that's what I loved about Scream. It was great. Yeah, I, I think psychological horrors uh, that those are the ones that I, I I can watch. I mean, you know, Stephen King's It, although the uh, miniseries wasn't necessarily anywhere near as good or as frightening as the book. Uh, there was there was quite quite a lot of psychological horror going on in there, as in you know it, it really built on your anticipation to the point where you got to the second episode, you was really disappointed, <laughs> you know. So so the first episode of that miniseries was actually more frightening than the second in a lot of ways because you you kind of you you kind of scaring yourself as you was watching it. Mm-hmm. Sort of sure. thing. Absolutely, you know. Um, but you know, it's just the the, the slasher horrors and stuff like that. I I, I just find them hilarious. Um, you know, my uh, my sister, you know, went wanted me to go see the woman in black with her a few years back uh, with Daniel Radcliffe, mm-hmm. and yeah. I sat through it and thought, mm, okay, um, is this meant to be scary? <laughs> it was like one of those. And my sister was so like uh, kind of a little bit frightened by it, and I thought, why? <laughs> it's a film. <laughs> Well, that's what I, I love so much about um, the Blair Witch Project. A, it was one of the first of the whole found footage thing, um, but you never actually saw what was going on, and that's that's why I think that movie was so terrifying. Like at the end, when the camera just kind of rolls around as it falls to the ground, and you see the guy standing in the corner with the handprints all over the wall, you're like, "Oh God!" Um, that's that's why I love that movie so much because it, it went against all of that. Um, and then, of course, launched the whole found footage horror film thing to everyone. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, but I, I never know, Tanya, that you, you were such a big fan like I am of that movie. Uh, I love movie. that movie. It terrifies and, me. And I actually, and I actually am friends with like one of the directors. Uh, of it. What? Oh my god, I want to talk to them. Oh, you know, actually, we've had Eduardo Sanchez on our show, but you haven't worn a co host yet, so I'll have him back. Mm. Oh my god, yeah. I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, and cause they did such a good job with that movie. And this, again, to keep in mind, this is probably one of the first movies that really used the internet to yeah. like create a huge buzz about it. And for me, they really, I was, I went in thinking that this was actual real footage mm-hmm. um, because they did such a good job of like making it seem that way online. Um, I don't and know, also having the actors say nothing, like they couldn't do anything before that film. Yeah. So like because of that, I was so fucking terrified after that movie. Uh, I was like, I think it said in West Virginia. I was like, I'm never going to West Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> and, and I was actually like checking under my bed in the closet that night. Like, I was like freaked out by that movie. I, I think I was, I must have been in my, I saw it at a theater in near my hometown and I was driving my cousin back to um, my family farm and we were like halfway there. And she suddenly she's like, um, actually, could I just sleep over at your place? Because she was going to a farmhouse by herself that has a basement that looks a lot like that basement they end up at the oh, end of the movie. And she was like, I can't, I can't be there by myself. <laughs> and I'm like, absolutely, we will sleep like in the same room. <laughs> like, it was With the lights on. <laughs> the lights on. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, they did such a great job. I love that film. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys ready for um, for our final game here? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, this one's called um, Alternate Endings, and basically you can pick a movie, any movie you like, doesn't have to be a horror movie, and you make up an alternate ending to it. Oh, I thought it had to be horror. It doesn't necessarily have to be horror. You can actually make it end on a horrific note if you want to, or... <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I like that. Oh, see, now I oh, now I gotta think because I was going on a horror, uh, horror movie. You know what? Um, this just came to me. I think I can do this. Can I? I'll take a Disney movie and then do like a horror ending kind of a okay. thing. Maybe I'll try. Cool. I'm not good with horror stuff, but so maybe I can take because we're just picking a movie and, and changing the ending, right? Yeah, that's all you do. Okay, so I think I'm gonna pick Cinderella, and you know, in the end, how she gets married to the prince, and they kind of wave, and then that's like happily ever after. Well, I'm wondering if, like, maybe, um, actually what happens is the palace is, like, a, like a horror chamber. Just, like, you know, she goes oh in God. and she basically is, like, sentenced to the dungeon. And there's, like, she's basically, I mean, it's just, like, a house of horrors that she... So, it's you think it's, like, happily ever after, but it's more of, like, a wink because it's not really happily ever after. It's actually almost worse than where she started. And, um, the prince is actually just, like, I don't know if he would maybe have been, like teamed up with that stepmom to begin with where he's just like this crazy psychopath that she kind of hires and it's just this like crazy like you would have to be like super psycho to have this elaborate scheme to make someone's life a living hell and I think that the stepmom would really do that and so she basically sells off Cinderella to this psychopath maybe is kind of even like a um gosh what's that guy's name why am I forgetting um oh Eat the brains. Oh, um, Hannibal Lecter. Yes, Hannibal Lecter. Like it would just or I I mean I could just imagine it going so many ways. Nicole, you're dark and twisted. I know this is that was really disturbing. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I thought we were supposed to do disturbing. It's almost sounding like Fifty Shades of Cinderella. (laughs) (laughs) Going into a weird Christian Grey type of thing right now. I'm sorry. I just didn't know. Like that's all I could think. Don't apologize. Nicole's always so sweet. Yeah, I don't like this dark side of Nicole. It's like well, she you know all of a sudden lets out the dark side just every once in a while just like squeaks out in between rainbows and unicorns. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I guess you're right. I really don't and I don't like scary movies but I've always wanted to be part of a scary movie. So... But I, I think that would be fun. And maybe that would also help me, like, get outside of the, the creep factor of scary movies is if I'm part of one. So the, then the I, who? Creep factor? The creep factor. Oh, I yeah. think you said the crepe. Like, what does <laughs> eating crepes have to do with <laughs> Well, you know what? I actually had this nightmare, and now I can't About a crepe? About a no, crepe. not about crepe, but about something twisted. And I wish I'd written it down because it was, like, an idea for, um, like, a movie, like a horror movie. But it was kind of how like a final destination kind of a thing. And I just remember it being like, oh, do you want me to tell you? It's like really creepy. It's really yeah. scary. Okay, so. Unless it's going to like give you nightmares again. Then no, it won't. It's just going to sound really <coughs> disgusting coming from me. But this was like a horrible like nightmare that I had. So this person, um, kind of like, I don't know exactly how he came into this, like, under a spell. And basically, this, like, witch or demon or whatever convinced him that being in pain is pleasurable. So this guy is, like, basically impaling himself over and over and over again because his mind is telling him that it's good. And this was just, like, yeah, it's gross, right? And that was a nightmare that I had. And I was like, oh, this would make a great film. And then I was like, ugh, don't think about it. <laughs> I, I can't write that. I'm just saying that's like, you know, gross. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mine. <laughs> 
aside from Nicole's twistedness of Cinderella, um, is The Sixth Sense. Um, but, and it's not really a different ending, because um, that movie also really creeped me out. Like, there's still yes. set times that I just, I can't watch some scenes of that film. And I have to um, always bed. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, I, uh, every time he sees dead people... Um, I see dead people. Yeah, every time he actually sees them, it launches into a musical number. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Like full out tap dance, like with like the canes and you know whatever, That's absolute Broadway. And then when it does, come on, that would be amazing. Somebody, yes. we gotta make that like parody that. Oh my gosh, so funny! Uh, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> it's actually, I thought of that. Well, it's because I'm an actual like horror movie. Like I like horror movies, so maybe that's why like my horror movie stuff is like, well, I've already seen all the crazy stuff, so maybe and it'll be a musical. <laughs> I like that. Okay, for mine, I'm gonna take. Sorry, uh, Return of the Jedi, which is my favorite movie of all time. And at the end of Return of the Jedi, uh, when they're all on the Endor moon and they're all celebrating after the destruction of the second Death Star, you know, and it's all great. And they're celebrating the Ewoks and everybody's having a grand old time. Uh, suddenly the Ewoks all turn on them and, uh, and take them all out. And then they also go up and take over all the Empire's, like, ships that are left and the Rebels. And the Ewoks with C-3PO as the Emperor, since they worship C-3PO, become the ruling force of the galaxy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, but then the galaxy is being ruled by cute teddy bears. Well, that, on, but that's good, I think, because it'll be nice. Mm. Yeah. Well, if you've read so the latest... only I have the creepy ending. Great. Well, if you read the latest, <laughs> yeah. uh, if you read oh, the latest comics, the um, Ewoks are actually cannibals. Oh. What, wait, what comics? What? The, the, uh, the new Star Wars comics have released, uh, I think they've done two, 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 um, two comic books of it so far, two, two issues. And it's kind of like a prequel to uh to to um sort of like The Force Awakens, and it starts off from right where Return of Jedi left off. So wait, like, somebody told me that that's actually true. Like this is the official Star Wars comic. Yep, it's an official tie-in to the uh, new movie. And they made the Ewoks cannibals. They made the Ewoks cannibals. Yeah. That's, okay, I will never read any of those comics. Then. That's <laughs> <laughs> Ewoks, Not happening. Ewoks are some of my favorite things, and that's just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think in the comic they're actually eating the uh, leftover remains of stormtroopers. I mean, well, I guess technically that does fit, though, because they were going to roast like Han and Luke over the, the fire, right? They were, yeah. So I guess they're sort of like animals, kind of, right? So they're probably they are eating, yeah. yeah. And I, I, but wait, but by cannibals, they're not eating each other, right? They're just eating. They're they're carnivores. Car- they're carnivores, right? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're not eating that's each so other. So different than us, like killing an animal, yeah. eating a cow, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got to admit, I kind of want to eat an Ewok. No, stop No, 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 there's All right, now I'm leaving the show. About Disney or something. Yeah. Well, I'm myself, so I'll just kick myself off the show. <laughs> okay, well, um, I've got, I actually, I didn't really prepare one, but I've got one that I want to do, if you guys want to hear it. Yeah. Um, this is this is a film that I really, really, really hate um, for various reasons, not least of which um, an ex-girlfriend of mine must have had it on about 57 different times and I was forced to endure it. Um, it's, you, you, you're familiar with Dirty Dancing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that movie's so good though. <laughs> I love Dirty Dancing. Uh, I carried a watermelon. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to take it from the ending. I'm going to be putting, uh, we're going to put you in the corner, Ian. <laughs> oh, 
I'm going to take it from the ending, and it's um, it's a part where Johnny and um, he, he hooks up with Baby, and he goes, you know, you never put Baby in a corner, and um, you know, her father, I think, was played by Lane Smith, wasn't he? Oh, um, um, uh, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Orbach, Jerry Orbach. Yeah. Um, one word or two. <laughs> her, her father looks really, really sternly over at Johnny, which is sort of like. Um, Seems to be his one one expression, and all of a sudden his chest sort of like begins to sort of like wibble wobble sort of thing, and um, and this sort of like face hugger bursts out of his chest, oh and Johnny ducks and it hits Baby right in the oh face, oh and, and um, then then all then all the uh, people come in, and um, you know the zombified corpse of Jimi Hendrix comes in and starts starts playing guitar. Michael Jackson sort of like comes in out of the, out of the floorboards and um, a chainsaw bursts out of his crotch. And, you know, and, and it's just like, a, it's just like a massive massacre. And, um, and, um, you know, sort of like, um, ba- baby sort of like, um, manages to get the face hugger off her face. Um, only it's sort of like, it's kind of like removed her nose, which kind of looks pretty gross. And she goes, you know, nobody puts baby in a car. Yeah. So there you go, the end. You are a sick man. <laughs> oh my god. That is ridiculous. Okay, so I thought I was crazy. That's like way worse, I think. Right? Kind yeah, of. Yeah, no, no, Nicole is normal now. Yeah, Nicole is normal. It's taken me years to get this twisted, folks, you know? Years and years of practice. Oh my god. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, I'd like to thank you all for joining me on the show. Thank it's, you. It's, Thank it's you been for great. It's been great having oh, you. Just, uh, before we go, can we just tell people they can check out our show if they'd like at supergeekedup.com or actually right on your uh, site as well, right? You? They can, you know, in actual fact, they can check out all the great shows we have here on uh, on the League of Geeks network on, on Blog Talk Radio. Um, we've got Super Geeked Up, we have uh, SFP now, and we also have uh, Genre Tainment. So they're all great shows, so you should all check them out and, and listen. Just um, go to um, BlogTalkRadio.com forward, uh, forward slash League of Geeks. Oh, uh, yeah. Is it is it the League of Geeks or League of Geeks? The, the URL? League of Geeks. It's yeah. League of Geeks, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks for joining me. It's been great having you on. Thanks for having us. Thanks, man. We'll do.